I am just thrilled to say. What a You're such a wonderful crowd. Where's the neon? Where's the neon? I'm with Cameron and Danny B. Guys, thank you for coming on the show. We have uh, been away for a while. We, we're sorry, but we're back. <laughs> hey, we missed you guys, just so you know. We didn't stop thinking about you. Yeah, we're not, a, we're not I, far away. Cameron, I, how are you doing, Vicky? It's freezing right now. Can anybody relate? Jesus, you know, like, I'm so glad to, to be together again, talk, you know, you know, like going over things, talking about stuff. I was, you know, I'm, I'm just desperate for this. So thank you, guys. Cool. Let's jump into it right now. I think I got a couple articles here to get, get on. Um, the first one here is Neon in Intimate Spaces. This is about Electric Caverns, which is a really cool uh, neon sculptures by Alyssa, a barrel. Um, a, a bunch of, you know, artists contributed, small gallery. Uh, it's a really cool show. Um, you know, she's done a lot of really interesting work and uh, it really kind of runs the gamut between kind of neon sculptures. Um, her lights are, are, are very unique. She kind of uses like uh, kind of other elements, um, kind of have a bit of an 80s tone to it. Um, but I don't want to kind of take it beyond that. I think that, you know, you guys... Probably took a look at the pictures here. Some really cool stuff, ambient, meditative. Um, there's it's kind of an experience. Uh, and, and Alyssa's done a great job of, of, um, of really putting together the work. Did you guys see the, the artwork at all? Yes, yes. I saw her uh, putting together the show too. I'm really proud of her. It takes a lot of work and vision to create something at that scale. So I think she did a great job. And um, I'm glad to see that this show got extended. That's amazing. That's got, probably got to feel great. It's always insane when you create like a full room of neon too. just the, the feeling that you get when you enter that. So I'm jealous of everybody that got to see it in person. I wish I could be so lucky. It's a solo uh, show would, too. I'll correct that. It's not a group. It's a solo show. I'm sorry. So, yeah. I would just, I would just say, I think similar to Danny, like I, I love the concept of uh, people like creating like an environment or you know, um, like an installation or like a room. Um, and like this, you know, this show is kind of like that. It's all part of the same, like creating a environment. Um, and it's really cool. I love it. It kind of like, um, I, I can't remember the artist's name. Um, uh, Lily Reeves does like, uh, has, as she's recently done a show, they kind of, it's almost reminiscent of it because it's just like the room, you know, and like it's beautiful. It's totally different style. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout, yeah. shout out to Exposed Brick too. I really like the the unique kind of element of, yeah. of kind of sleeping between the walls, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I just like it. It's different as well. First of her her style, it's just uh, a little bit different, and I, I like it. It's very colorful. Yeah, and it's, mm -hmm. it's very moody in a good way. I mean, like in a way of, of kind of suspending you in a moment and kind of uh, pours a lot of information, but at the same time gives you time to kind of, you know, contemplate on what it all means. I, I like that <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah. Cool. I have to admit, I think my favorite part of this, uh, well, is um, it's like a neon tap <laughs> she did at one point, I think it's part of this show. And it's really cool. It's, I think it's the first one I've ever seen. A neon, a neon tap. Um, what do you mean by that, Cameron? Like it's like a, uh, like a tap, like you know, a faucet. Oh, you know? oh yeah, so, like water. Like I think, I think, I, I, if I, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's, she's got it installed on like a, on like, I can't make it out exactly, but anyway, I maybe I'm 
crazy. No, I don't think I am. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, anyway, it's cool. It's cool. Well, check out, yeah, check out Alyssa's work. She's on uh, on Instagram. You guys can see her. She's out in uh, Philly. So yeah. um, shout out to Alyssa. Yeah, cool. Next up, we've yeah. got a landmark in Yakima restaurant. Um, this is an interesting one. It was set, you know, clearly dem- demolished. And what's really cool about this was kind of um, this gentleman, he had, had, you know, had the uh, establishment for, for decades, um, had occupied a, a very particular corner of, of Washington, and it closed in 2019 and was sort of left there and had reopened uh, as like a tasty walk. It, it closed briefly because of the pandemic and things like that. Um, but this gentleman, Ding Ho, was sort of known for its, its, its kind of lavish uh, sort of booths and, and it had inexpensive food and things like that. But what they were able to do is they were the sign itself was 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 saved um, about a dozen historic signs at the Yakima Valley Museum, and so they had displayed and, and there was initial interest. Um, it's 39 feet long, uh, really proved like a, a pretty daunting effort. Um, but the director, uh, Peter Arnold, he he really uh, found a way to to display it, um, and, and yeah, just a kind of a cool story about you know the restoration process is pretty expensive. It's around thirty thousand, um, but you know it had been uh, kind of a unique effort, and, and signs like that had already been four big signs have been in storage for twenty years. So uh, a lot of this information is kind of just unique to to what's going on around the country, but um, museums in general. So you know they don't have one that's off site; um, it may lose its place. Uh, but you know there are other institutions that have expressed an interest. So if it ever got to a point that it might be destroyed, they could they could revisit that. And so yeah, it's it's really cool, and it's now safe at Eagle Signs, which is over on That's South cool. Keys Road. So yeah, thoughts on restoration, things like that. Have you guys heard of signs being saved lately? Um, well, so uh, from my point of view, uh, yeah, lots of signs being saved. Uh, uh, Mostly signs that have been previously saved, <laughs> continuing to be saved or restored. And uh, I do see some stuff, questionable stuff not being saved. But yeah, I, I think these days, most municipalities, artists, uh, people know their value, you know? So what about you, Danny? Yeah, um, I don't know. I haven't seen in LA recently any signs recently being saved. I mean, we had a sad situation where the pig and whistle lost this like iconic Hollywood sign um, that was put up in 1927. It uh, the 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 company that came in just like completely wiped it. So I mean that's that's Ooh, sad. Yeah. I wish we could have saved that, but um, well, I think it's I challenging know. too. Like some of them have to redo all the neon. Yeah. Like in this instance, the sign company has it for sale, but then it's like, hey, we're holding this thing and. They want you to redo all the neon and all that, but I guess it gives some hope that it may go to the right place. Um, I do think it's better than ending up in the landfill, which is where some of these things actually end up going. So, um, yeah, I mean, as a sign company, it's it's pretty unique. I mean, I think Cameron, you know, if you guys were given a sign and, and you know where are we going to house something like that, but it, at least you know, they were, yeah. you know smart. I should I should I should have mentioned this thing because I I couldn't stop shut up about it on Instagram for about a week or so, so I'll say it really quick. There's a place called local here uh, in my particular area, which is very low lying building. And it's the one big building. And it says Airport Square. And it had these cool six foot neon letters for like 30 years. And you can see them on across the river in the airport. And then from here, you can see the Air Canada sign from on this side. Anyway, they took it all down and replaced it with 
god-awful led shit uh and you know it's a it's a sign and like i got it i still have half a set sitting in front of my door like 15 feet from me right now because the owner saved the ones he wanted for uh himself which is great but uh but that's what i that that it's quite common too is like these things going into private hands which is fine but uh at least they're being saved you know what i mean so yeah. I've, I've had lots, of, I've been taking lots of pictures of these fucking things. But cool. uh, yeah, so that, that, I think that happens too, right? Where they're saved, you're not necessarily going to see them, but they're saved, you know? Yeah, great. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, on the next article, we have Klein on the go. So uh, it's, it's basically a, an opportunity for us to talk about the Philadelphia Neo Museum. So this is really cool. The students got to take pictures of the neon signs. Um you know, it, it really launched in the spring of 2021, and it, it's been giving students a chance to explore the city of Philadelphia, and they happen to go to uh, the Neo Museum. So this is really cool. It shows sort of the impact of not only just, you know, this 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 community of theirs, um, but, you know, what they could do, what the students could gather, what they experienced. And so one of the things that's cool is, like, the museum, uh, Len Davidson, who, who owns the museum, led a tour. And he really walked him through the history of like Pat's King and State, um, like the McGillan's Old Ale. A lot of these things were sort of like, so can you imagine as a young kid getting a trip to go to the New Museum? And so, you know, it's a powerful way to shape youth and also give them an idea of how to intersect art with neon and what that means as far as an evolution um, of technologies. And, you know, people talk about saving neon, but this is sort of a unique way to go about doing that, you know, the educational side of things. So, um, you know, learning those lessons and whatnot. Uh, thoughts on the kind of the general museum effort there? Yeah. Well, they are, isn't that where Neon Currents is happening right now? Is it? Yeah, I think that's a new one coming right? up. Yeah, yeah. That's right. and Eve's doing it, right? Uh, yeah, that's Eve Hoyt's uh, first curated show. And it's like, I believe it's, uh, it's called um, Neon Currents. And it's it's happening like right now, isn't it? I'd have to check the, the, I think the it's date. Coming but, up, but it it's two venues. It's uh, it's that it's that place, the Museum uh, Philadelphia, and another location, which I can't remember. Oh, so it's how like two, cool! Yeah, DJ they are. Actually, that's that's coming out um, January twenty eighth. So yeah, it's happening like literally yep. about now. And a bunch of yeah, and a bunch of artists that like uh, we all know. So DJ yeah. Neon. Uh, who else? I'm um, sorry. There's a whole bunch. I just can't read the thing I've got in front of me right now. Sorry. Yeah. And it, it really kind of bringing together a lot of the new stuff. I mean, like, look, it's, it's a lot of historical things, but I give credit to museums like his for, you know, championing new shows. Like it doesn't have to be just about, yeah. so it's great that the museums, you know, Danny, you've kind of run with some of the museums too and, and exhibited right as well. Yeah. I kind of just uh, make my own exhibits, uh, Sometimes, I mean, I would love to work with the museum, but I kind of just make my own opportunities, like rent out a gallery, find a space that will temporarily host me, um, just things like that. Just sometimes you got to you gotta make it yourself, you know? Yeah. So um, congrats to Eve for doing her first. Yeah. I think that's amazing. She's been making great art for years, so I can't see, wait to see what she puts together. Yeah, it's way cool. Um, yeah, next up is Liquid Fire. So this is really the Kern County Museum, which has a permanent exhibit going on right now. Uh, and what's really cool about this museum is that, you know, a lot of the language that's used really 
sort of from that area, at least from the neon heyday, the fifties, the sixties, they have a lot of it. And what's really cool is that, you know, it got exposure on, on television. Um, it's a restored local neon signs. You know, a lot of this stuff was, you know, they have some 35 different neon signs and this, uh, you know, the, the, the curator there, uh, Mike McCoy, just as a, a really uh, cool guy who, who uses the venue uh, in, in sort of in a unique way. They have kind of like a, a parking lot area and have uh, many elevated signs, like a 71-year-old tavern sign um, and, and like, you know, Floyd's hardware. So they have all these really, really, uh, you know, historical signs and um, come out and really kind of just put them all together. Um, and then talked about kind of what it meant to sort of save these signs. We talked about it earlier. Um, they had the vision early on, I mean, like 20, 15, 20 years ago, um, about sort of where signs get donated. And so they've saved a lot of them from, from the chopping block. Um, you know, things like Far East Cafe, which opened in 51. Um, it was sort of like the 42. They have the Chinese Village Cafe in 1942. So just some really neat stuff. Um, did you guys get a chance to see some of the photos from that? Or... Or look at that at all? I'm looking at some of it right now, and of course, it's like gorgeous uh, examples of <laughs> cool neon signs. You know, I think at this point, it's like, yeah, it just makes good sense to save these things, and like people love them. Like, how many times do we have to learn the lesson of like, uh, you know, you, you think, oh, we don't need this thing anymore, <laughs> and then you know, ten years later, like, oh. You know, so it's like you know these things are all they're awesome. Right? They they you know it's it's so obviously that if they're worth keeping. Yeah, and they also have an original uh, tenant like the Union Seventy Six gas station, which was like from eighty nine and restored in ninety three. This is like a complete gas station with all the pumps and everything in it. Um, I mean that thing was built in thirty so six. Cool. So yeah, I mean the gas was fifteen cents at the time. They still have that on record. So you know, the collection is eclectic. It kind of like the museums don't just have to do neon only. I know some strive for that. Um, but I do think it shows a sense of awareness, like where the time is from. They also have a green frog market neon sign, which is at the museum of neon art. And they actually have a, not as big, they don't have the quintessential one, but they actually were able to locate like a smaller version of that, which went to the neon museum, uh, there. So, um, yeah, just kind of a cool thing to a subtle nod to, to neon there. Um, you know, it's I think a lot sign. of times that I think a lot of times it's like uh, you know just a matter of organizing these things, you know, because uh, most people get it, and uh, it's just a matter of uh, organizing. If, if if there's a sign that's getting taken down and no one's on top of it, and no one's thinking about it or doing anything, they just get destroyed uh, most of the time. But yeah, I mean, like these all these all these signs are like awesome. The ice cream cone guy and stuff, so cool. Yeah, shout out to the Kern Museum. I didn't know about that one, so you learn something every day. <laughs> um, and last up, we have a little article here. Onlyville, New York system is lit with a neon sign. Um, about five month, months ago, it was like, a, a, no pun, Hot Wieners, which is, is fun to say on the air, but it's a neighborhood fixture. It's got an original 67-year-old neon sign that supposedly couldn't be restored. Parts of it weren't. Um, it went around for about five months. You, you look at it over the last 20 years, um, the owner was sort of at a point in the pandemic where he wasn't really sure if this thing could be even saved. So I had a gentleman uh, who he consulted with uh, Sean Gilhini from Providence painted signs. And this guy actually brought up like five different artists to help save this sign. In fact, one of them uh, was Nebula neon. 
so that's actually a friend of the show. And um, yeah, it's just a cool effort. Like it's a real kind of uh, multifaceted type project and they were able to bring the sign back to life. So um, have you guys thought or at least known or heard of some of those artists in there? I'm sure it's East Coast people, but um, you know, easily some of those signs that get saved uh, kind of employed many artists. It wasn't just one sort of like neon maker, right? So um, yeah, any thoughts on how to uh, save signs? I know we talked a little bit earlier, but just recreating signs or making new ones. Like, do you get asked to do that, Cameron, for like new stuff that looks old? I mean, have you gone back and, and tried to figure that out? Oh, uh, yeah, I can speak to this. I mean, I I, I was didn't want to steal. Uh, I, I, whatever. Uh, just <laughs> we 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 got we got. I steal, man. I'm just gonna admit it now. I steal all the time. Steal the um, show. No. <laughs> so I'm fucking, I'm fucking stealing this show. Anyway, so um, what do you think, Danny? What do I think? Um, I think it's great. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, I think well, like, the, I know, like with the pandemic, though, I think a lot of it is challenging. <laughs> like if you employ artists, like different Can artists, I raise right? My hand with this one? <laughs> Cameron, go ahead and steal the show. <laughs> no, I'm not stealing it. No, I just, you said something that immediately pinged me. I was like, oh, I know all about that. Uh, no, you were talking about oh, these things can be saved, and there's a well, like a like a, like a I was gonna say, Cameron, like a total replacement challenge. Like it doesn't have to. No, have to be for replaced. sure. Yeah, no, Cam- Cameron, may I ask? Um, have you ever got uh, a call from like at your uh, neon shop where somebody's like, yeah. "Hey, I've got this really old sign. <laughs> I'm wondering what to do to, with it. <laughs> like, would you, you like it? Is there anything we can do?" You know what? Like, I don't know. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, that's never yeah. happened. <laughs> I was like, no, I know. I'm bombarded with that. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Now. You know, I, you're like, I toss uh, it on the garbage. Hey, right? Let's be honest. You guys here. might not know this. You might not know this, but I work in the neon trenches, and that I know. Shout, those, out to those, new, those, shout out to your new those, show. Those neon people. Trenches. Those people. Those people. But let's get back to what we were talking about here. Uh, restoring these signs really quickly because we we're on a bit of a, uh, a schedule here. Um, we, 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 we're restoring one right now. It's in an iconic West End, Vancouver. It's a beautiful sign. It says grocery, fuck sakes. Uh, it's it's a cute little sign in front of this cute little grocery store. The whole thing's being saved. They're saving the sign, but the sign is rotten. If you save the sign, rotten. If you save the sign, there, there's maggots be... in the sign. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. That wasn't a reggae reference. All right. Uh, no, it was uh, totally, it's totally like uh, rusted right through rusted and not right been through. taken care of, and not been taken care of well. So if you, you could save it, but it would be like 90% new metal. Um, and then you'd have to, you'd have to completely repaint it. And so yeah. th- th- these things go to companies, right? So if it came to me, I'd probably be like, oh my God, like we cannot lose it. It must be, we'll just like keep adding until it's okay. Uh, but like what these companies do is they take a look at it and they're like, fuck, we can remake the fucking thing exactly the same, brand new for this, you know, and that and that's what ends up happening. So the, the original will, will, is going to go to their museum and it's going to be remade brand new, but they're going to make it to the, spe- the specs of the original sign. So that's cool. But, and sometimes they save the sign, but sometimes it's I, like it, it is a thing. 
And the, and the other thing is that a uh, co- local company, Endeavor Neon, and another company uh, put together, uh, completely rena- remade an iconic sign in Chinatown from, from pictures because uh, no one would admit to having it, even though we know someone has it. But in any case, so sometimes you can say these things, sometimes you can't, but you can always replace them if you can't say that, you know? But anyway, I'll shut up now. No, that's cool. Uh, and also, too, I mean, that couldn't be saved. The metal was kind of falling apart and things like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, you guys have both great comments. I mean, you know, like I said, it was it, something like a neon consultant. I mean, they were even like a sign consultant. Those those are needed. So cool. Um, yeah. Well, this kind of wraps up our Where's the Neon? It was a short but sweet version. Um, I hope everyone likes this format. We kind of used a, a more of a quicker approach. So if you like it, leave a comment in the comment section, um, rate, review the show. We really do like everybody listening. So if you, you do listen to it, um, you know, let us know. Shoot it shoot it on Instagram. Give us a kind of a heads up. Um, Cameron and, and Danny, you guys are doing exciting things. I do like to leave the last few minutes here just to say, hey, what are we doing? What's exciting? What do we want to listen to? I mean, pandemic's pretty, pretty going through another... Uh, cycle here i keep like i keep saying that like a broken record but um anything that's been keeping you going doesn't have to be neon related it could be anything for me i'm gonna go off on that um been really listening to music a lot lately uh and just enjoying you know yeah, i've been seeing life. that max your little neon quotes yeah so <laughs> what's really cool about that and uh and, you know just sort of discovering music too um you know, I, I love that, yeah. that side of things. So, uh, so, so let me ask like a chicken egg question for you, Max. Uh, do you find the neon in the songs by searching for it? Or does the neon in the songs find you? <laughs> well, the cool part of that, I mean, it's definitely one of those things. Can't give away all the Coca-Cola secrets here, but I will say that, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And, and if it's a good song and I like it and I think everybody else might dig it, um it'll go up online and you know what's really cool is i haven't asked for that but requests like a lot of people watch and listen to the show and um i'll be throwing something out there just to kind of get people's heads up but you know people argue ah you know there's no led signs out there about you know led signs is there you know and it's cool you know people really get into it and and i think that you know um music recommendations come from a subjective place, but I think we all can agree that, you know, music is, is, is a wonderful thing to listen to while, while you make things. It could be neon, it could be anything, it could be writing, it could be reading, whatever you do during the day. So um, I strive for that. So continue to look out for those. Um, they're called Lyrical Sandbox. So those are fun. Uh, what else is nice. going on? I'm glad, I'm glad uh, music can transport you away right now, Max. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys have anything that you're into, or you've been, you know, it doesn't even matter what it is. Is there anything that, that comes to mind? I have been um, using the Oculus, talking about the metaverse again, um, to, to work out. And I've been using this game called uh, Supernatural. So basically, it like transports you like all over the world like one song wow. you'll be at the great wall of china the Are other you song running? you'll be in the swiss alps um you're not running you're doing like kind of um like a hit exercise of squats and like cool. a bunch of swings and like things like that like it's kind of like playing the drums to the to like really fun songs uh they have like a crazy variety so they have like punk hip-hop just everything um you're like playing the drums to the bit beat of the songs and like a really intense workout and then 
like with the VR glasses, it really like transports you. So you actually like feel like you're at these beautiful locations. So I actually feel like I'm like slightly addicted to it right now. Like I can't stop like putting it on and like exercising. Like That's it's cool. really fun. So have, have um, you heard of uh, have you heard of Beat Saber before? Yeah, it's just like Beat Saber, but I think okay. this one is uh it's better graphics and it's like a more beautiful experience. Yours sounds better. It's a little more chill. I think Beat Saber is a little too intense. I mean, it's yeah. it, it, when yeah. you were describing it to and me, I was like, oh, that's kind of people say that's a workout. The music, so. the music is better too than Beat Saber. So, <laughs> got it. Well, you gotta try that, the, Max. It's you're the, the music, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, VR. I've talked about well, VR before. It's a, it's a, it's a really cool thing. I haven't heard a song that says neon yet, but I've got my ears peeled for you. Uh, no, it's great. I love that. It's going to help a lot of people out. Anybody has VR, go check out Oculus. I highly recommend it too. That's two yeah, people. It's, on just, the show. it's just crazy to hear. Uh, I sorry to see like, oh, wow. You can actually like work out using this thing, you know, like might have some potential. Yeah. Less guilt, awesome. less guilt, like, you know, with that. You know what I mean? Like you can with being at home or like you know yeah. being online or whatever. If you can, you know, integrate. Uh, uh, I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, hey, so can I talk? I was just gonna say, I, I think people need to figure out how to check out these awesome new Vans shoes that Danny Vinay has designed. They're like so cool. Aww. Are they available? Like, can people buy these things? Or what is, what's um, going on with that? So it's just like a, a com- campaign, actually. Um, so they gave a bunch of artists uh, blank pairs of white van shoes. And they said, like, do away with these however you want. Um, so I tried to transpo- transform, like, my neon onto the shoe. But a bunch of artists did like some really creative stuff with the shoes too. But it's just to so um, cool. it's just to raise awareness for a campaign Vans has right now, where um, you as a school, like you, like the school can submit and the students at the school can submit the shoes, like paint paint a pair of shoes as well, and they can win uh, fifty thousand dollars for their art program. It's cool. That's a, that's like one restoration project right there. A neon yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I would say I something I'm paying attention to is the is the show coming up uh, that Eve uh, Foy is uh, curating the Neon Currents because it is a bunch of a bunch of neon artists showing there that people should check out and pick, see who, see who is showing their stuff there. And then I also oh, just want to tell everybody to go to my new uh, uh, Instagram account that's called uh, The Million Trenches. And please uh, follow us and watch the videos we're putting out every few days. That is just like um, uh, our idea of a good way of entertaining people, educating people about neon, letting them know what it's like working in a neon shop and just generally making fun stuff to watch. Yeah, been enjoying that, Cameron. Gotta cool. compliment you and and hope you can <laughs> keep it up because it's always fun to digest like little neon new little facts and information in a story format. So keep it up, oh, Cameron. I will. Um, cool. Thanks, guys. This is a for, super uh, awesome show. We uh, 
I, I will kind of wrap okay. things up, but want to keep you guys on, on course here. Anybody that wants to check us out, uh, we'll be doing more of these hopefully soon. Um, and you guys, anywhere you can follow, you guys are both on Instagram heavily. So anybody wants to find you guys, I'll put links to everybody. What, what was, what was the details you were just going to say? Oh, Danny, uh, sorry. I, I was going to say Eve show opens up, uh, January 28th. So oh, that's yeah. in two yeah. days. Um, was that a Friday? There you go. I told you it was like, yeah. it's basically here. Yeah. So. Basically here. Yeah. And that's opened up at the neon museum of Philadelphia for any listeners that are local to that area. Um, it'll be opening um there's an opening party saturday january 29th from 1 to 4 p.m so be sure to check it out yes sweet awesome well guys it's it's always been a pleasure everyone listening this is where's the thanks guys danny b and cameron um everybody have an awesome week uh, and i appreciate you guys coming on the show thank you 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 guys too take care Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.